0: go. It's June the 1st in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and guess who's with me today to talk about another email that we're looking at is Wes Reimnitz. Good day, Wes.
1: Good day to you, Tom. How are you?
0: I'm Doing fine. Yep, looking forward to this program. You sent me some good emails that you received. And this first one is interesting. I never thought of this before. Is new paganism actually pagan? Had you ever thought of that?
1: You know, I hadn't. You know, I've seen a series of bumper stickers out there that that talk about it, but uh, this new one. Uh, it was kind of interesting as I ran through the article.
0: Yes, yes. What they say is that 74,000 people declared they were pagan in the UK in 2022. That was an increase of 17,500 since 2011. Meanwhile, in the US A 2014 survey by the Pew Research Center estimated at least 0.3% of people identified as Pagan which translates to about 1 million people. And though it's not clear how anyone can know this, that number is expected to Rise to two th- to increase triple by 2050.
1: Well, I think it's significant in that uh, while those numbers are a small minority of the population, it, it's significant when you set them against the decline of Christianity in the West, according to one British historian. Today's version of paganism is a religion in which deities don't make rules for humans and monitor their behavior.
0: Yes, so that today's paganism doesn't deny that there is a god, but it just says that the god leaves it up to humans to design their full potential. What does that mean? <laughs>
1: You are a God, is is what I see it as. You you make the rules, and you decide uh, what the law is going to be.
0: What commandment does that break? Uh,
1: Well, it would be the first commandment. I have no other gods before me.
0: Exactly. And every time you break any law of God, that's a sin. And it always is breaking the first commandment
1: because
0: you are becoming God. How did Adam and Eve do that?
1: Well, at the garden, they were told they could eat of any fruit in the garden except that one, which we call the tree of knowledge or the tree of good and evil. And Uh that that was the only one that their God remained God. And they went ahead and ate of the fruit.
0: Who tempted them to do that?
1: Well, the serpent did. Of course, Who so was, was the, the devil. Who was the devil, of course.
0: Yes. So paganism is a religion in which deities don't make rules for humans. They don't even monitor their behavior, but they're humans are encouraged to develop their full potential and that comes with a heavy emphasis on being earth conscience with rituals and festivals focused on connecting with nature and in this way paganism is filling a need for a spiritualized natural world in a time of ecological crisis why do you think human beings have a need for a spiritualized natural world.
1: Well, I would assume that we are born with, uh, with a curiosity for something beyond ourselves. Excellent.
0: Uh, Yep. And the new paganism is described by Bennington as what?
1: Tolerant open, life-affirming, female-friendly sort of phase.
0: So it does check all the right contemporary Western boxes. A feeling of transcendence without many hard commitments, a rejection of traditional morality while keeping a vague inclusivity and enough concern for the natural world to qualify as a social justice cause. What what are some areas that even the church is getting involved in social justice causes?
1: Social justice?
0: Yeah, one begins with black.
1: Um, Black Lives Matter.
0: Yep, that's a social Mm. justice cause.
1: You know what I was thinking of what? Uh, yes. you, you brought this out before about evolution. I mean, this sounds like evolution all over again.
0: Yes, it is. They They want to make sense of where we came from and what is the purpose of our life. But I would hate to believe in evolution because it says, that when you die that's it there is no heaven there is no place you're going to you just go out of existence
1: right well this one group out of the university of massachusetts summarized that that pagans view the world as a place of joy and life not of sin and suffering we believe that the divine is here with with us in the natural world not in some faraway place in the sky. So they really are keyed in on this world and uh evolution. Now, how felt.
0: different is that from Christianity, though?
1: Well, the world was created as perfect and, and in harmony with God's will, and then man fell into sin. Here. But do
0: Christians uh-huh. believe the divine is not here, or in the natural oh. world, but is in some oh, faraway place in the sky?
1: Well, the faraway place in the sky would be heaven, but God is is present here with us. Uh, you read, for instance, John one fourteen: the word world became the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory. Glory as the only Son out from the Father, full of grace and truth, that God came down into this world and participated in it in every, every function that we see in life today.
0: What celebrations do we do in worship that show that God is present in our world?
1: Well, so the invocation we call upon the Triune God to be a part of our worship well, we confess our sins and hear we receive absolution from by the authority of Jesus.
0: And there's two sacraments.
1: Well, you know, baptism in which he comes into our hearts and with the Holy Spirit and the Lord's Supper with the body and blood of Christ.
0: Yes. So what the article is saying is that pagans think that christians believe that god is up in heaven and not here on earth well we don't agree with that at all we have so many promises that show god is with us one of the famous ones is from romans eight twenty eight. what does that say
1: Nothing well, can separate us from the love of christ
0: yeah for all things work together for our good. Now, that can't be possible if God is up in heaven and not here on earth.
1: Well, we also hear it in the Gospel of Matthew at the end. Well, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age.
0: Yes. So, the new paganism, though, is still a world away from ancient paganism. Though often it's a catch-all term for a wide variety of Christian beliefs, paganism today differs from a shortage of written records. However, what we know would not be best described as a universe born out of joy and life, not out of sin and suffering. I mean, who here on earth, doesn't experience suffering, and a lot of times because of our sin.
1: Well, this that—that would be everybody. I mean,
0: exactly. actual
1: sins that we commit, or just original sin. We are born into sin, and our we got our defects of illnesses and various uh, things that that we encounter.
0: It's interesting that in the old paganism, the origin of the cosmos and the gods, the birth of each divine generation is preceded by violence. Uranus, the sky, produces children with gala, but he hates them. And his blood falls into the earth and see and create still more gods, Cronus is in turn dethroned and imprisoned by Zeus. So so that's the old paganism.
1: That's one version. There's another version that does a little better. Many scholars believe that the Druids enacted human sacrifices on a broad scale to appease the forces of nature, which they saw as terror, terrible or hostile
0: and hostile. In fact, um, that's what most scholars believe the Druids, they had human sacrifices. But if you're living in a world of joy and life, why would you need a human sacrifice?
1: That is true. What does
0: St. Augustine say about the approach to the depravity of pagan gods?
1: Well, the pagan gods were born from from particular uh, patricide and rebellion. They were born from uh, primal acts of sexual violence. Their parentage was uh, cared for in advance to be depraved, lust to control. I mean, the, the sins of the natural man uh, only darken it. I mean, we, what do we say, our flesh, the world, and Satan are the things that we have to watch out.
0: Now, how does modern paganism reject ancient paganism?
1: <laughs> they find solidarity in the idea of human equality and dignity, see the natural world as a place of order rather than chaos, and call for sexual restraint, protection of children, disadvantaged groups, the end of slavery, those conquests and human sacrifice. To this extent, they're really embracing the innovations of Christianity.
0: Uh, that is what I found really interesting here, is that the modern pagans, are really moving closer to what Christianity has taught. After all, it was Christianity and not paganism that explains that men, women, and children, slave or free, share the image of God. It was St. Patrick, not the Druids, who believed and taught Ireland that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and therefore is not subject to hostile spirits who are appeased by bloodletting. It was Christianity that turned Nordic peoples away from a belief system that committed them to conquest, plunder, and death in battle now we still have those problems yet today even in the population is that not correct
1: oh yes you know as you mentioned those uh pay various pagan uh, belief systems it reminds me of you know where where you can read first and second kings uh, the chronicles uh versus second samuel uh, judges where it talks about uh, making uh human sacrifice and how god all those things or they would have their their temples uh, in uh, daniel for instance uh, when daniel uh, when the three men in the fiery furnace shadrach meshach and abednego were faced with bowing down to an idol. They lived in a society where there were many idols, and some of them were temple prostitutes, a male or female, that people would go to. And yet these guys said no to all those things as they were brought up and uh, cling to the word of God.
0: So the article is making the point that all things that make modern paganism appealing to modern people aren't really pagan. Though many Westerners are bored by the hollowness of materialism and desperate to fill the spiritual vacuum it has left, they will not find answers in dead religions. Where will they find the answer?
1: Only Jesus offers the truth. It's interesting. They, they quote uh, John chapter 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill to destroy. I, in other words, Jesus, came that they may have life and have it abundantly. You know, we we talk about the abundance of life and how it's just by the press of a button. We open a garage door. We open a house. We turn on a computer. We turn on our lights. But is that having real abundance real abundance is having the the life of Jesus.
0: Yes, because all things can work together for us. As we have many worries, griefs, and sufferings to turn to Jesus, he works a way out. In fact, it's very important to realize, I think, how would you characterize the nuns? n o n e s different than modern pagans
1: the nuns they believe that there is a god, but uh they're slowly slipping away from that Christ is the only way to heaven
0: exactly, so they don't appreciate a church that has a morality that is contrary to their beliefs. And that's why so many nuns, N O N E S, are living in unrepentant sin. In fact, um. Go ahead. You mentioned a bumper sticker you saw.
1: (laughs) You know, as I was looking at that email and preparing for it, I ran across an email. As I left uh, Panera with a friend of mine and in, in the back, it's the back of this, this uh, bumper sticker is I miss Sunday church. I was practicing witchcraft and being active as a lesbian.
0: Yes. When I heard you say that I said, we should make up a bumper sticker, put it on our car and say, I missed heaven because I was practicing witchcraft and being a gay person. They just don't realize that, do they?
1: Right. Or you could say, I missed heaven because I was practicing paganism.
0: Yes. I think there's a real similarity there. That paganism is dealing with the natural world, and that's why it's evolutionary And that's why most scientists who believe in evolution do not believe that there is a God who really is working things out. He not only did not create the world in six 24 hour days, but he may have created the world over millions of years, but now it's up to man to run things. And that's why in the church, in some churches social ministry has become more important than preaching the gospel. Uh, what do I mean by that?
1: Well, we work our way to taking care of people, that God tells us to love people and we're loving people by going and getting them. And we forget that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son to die for us and we might have eternal life is that uh, our works are gonna get us to heaven and uh, God will love us for it, but uh, not not to see that he's first in Christ that we find life.
0: In fact, President Obama is quoted as saying, if we do the right works in our society, then we can create a heaven on earth. Is that correct? Um,
1: yeah, right. That's that That was a utopia of communist manifesto too. That you could have a utopia here on earth if you work it just right.
0: Exactly. And that resulted in putting people in different categories, whether you're white or you're black or Spanish or whatever, you're in different categories and it doesn't even matter if you're racist they'll accuse you of being racist just because of the color of your skin
1: right you know jesus tells us that we are the 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 light of the world and of course that is reflecting the light of christ it reminds me that at, at night when i travel the countryside out in the outside i see all these lights and you know that there's farms there or businesses and there's life. But do they have the abundant life? And that abundant life is, is of course, having Christ himself.
0: In, in fact, when we were looking at, again, the book of Proverbs by Solomon on Tuesday, there was a Bible verse there that indicated very clearly that the abundant life, is not something that will give you joy in this earth, but the faithful life to Jesus is what will bring you that joy. Mm-hmm. And that's quite a different point of view.
1: I think that's well said is the life that we have in Christ. Uh, and one of the, the writer here talked about that we, we, uh, We are taught that men and women, children, and slaves are free, share the image of God.
0: And can receive the righteousness of Christ through faith in him. Now, this coming Sunday is an important event. What is that?
1: Trinity Sunday, where we celebrate Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And we get to say the Athanasian Creed.
0: Yes, I think I've said this before, but that was one of the worst sermons I ever did. (laughs) I took two Sundays to explain the Athanasian Creed by going verse by verse and telling the Bible passage behind it. That was not a sermon because it was explaining to a degree and interpreting the qualities of God the Father, God the Son, And God, the Holy Spirit, but that was not really what the Trinity is really about.
1: You know how? Go ahead. You know how Athanasius uh, explained the Trinity, don't you? How he wrote a paper on the Incarnation and talking about how Jesus is fully God, fighting Arianism.
0: Exactly. So we're going to have fun, Trinity, helping people to understand the importance of the Athanasian Creed, but looking at it in a proper manner. Again, thanks so much for that email. And we'll be back, God willing, next Thursday. Continue with another one. Tomorrow, if you want to ask a question, it's Baker at brick.net. Until then...